0: Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Research, reporting, industry analysis, information, and tokenomics. Welcome to Thriller Insights. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from the world gather around. It's time for another exciting episode of Thriller Insights. Today is January 9th, 2021. And uh, today we are talking Bitcoin, a repeat of 2013. This is going to be a very important episode right off the top. I'm going to tell you that. Um, There aren't many episodes that I can think of where we had to change course um, midway through the month. For the most part, I would say since covid Bitcoin has been on a trajectory that we have, um, we felt pretty good about like the course that we were going and we felt that the course that we were headed was the right course that we were on. Um, I'm not feeling that course anymore. I feel like that course has changed and I feel like the market is moving in a different direction and I want to catch all up to speed on the direction that I think it's going. So that's what we're going to do today. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what this whole episode is going to be about. This is why it's really important to, <laughs> to be a premium subscriber. You know, I could release something like in, uh, like Bitcoin in January. And, and quite honestly, I, I, I went with all the data that I had, um, at that point, right. like I, All the data <laughs> that I had, I went with, I rolled with what I had there. Uh, I pulled tooth and nail, um, uh, and delivered it the time of release with the data i had um and this is where we make right on that episode because what we're talking about today is a repeat of 2013 there's a lot of people in the space and and quite frankly i'm i'm the type of person i have we have a lot of new people that have come on to the premium uh ship that we're on here so it's going to sound like i'm Saying things that I always say, but trust me, it's because we have new people. So welcome all the new people. But I will say, I I listen to everybody, right? I I, I go on crypto Twitter, Bitcoin Twitter. I listen to what's going on there. I go on crypto YouTube, Bitcoin YouTube. I go and listen to what's on there. Uh, I, I go and look at what these traders are doing on TradingView. I go and look at what's going on on BTC Markets. I look at what's going on to, on Reddit. I like to go, I even like to go in the slums of BeChat to see what's going on there. I'm all over the place, right? I really love to jump into Telegram groups. I'm not in any well groups, but if if I was, I probably couldn't say, right? But what I'm trying to say is I I go everywhere. I look at everything. I read the news. I'm I'm on top of it all. Um, And and I I report back to y'all and I kind of give you my kind of 360 view on what I think the market's doing, where I see everything going. And for the most part, I feel pretty confident with what I, what I put out, um, this past Bitcoin in January that we released, I felt pretty confident, but I felt uneasy. Um, and I even said it in the beginning of the episode where I was like, I'm giving you all the data, but then there's this. And then, uh, I think Javier played some Blink-182 and then it went on to a different thing. And then it was just like all this bullish news that came out. And it was just kind of like, at the end of the episode, we were both looking at each other like, "Um, so what did you end up, what side are you on? And I was like, man, my gut is telling me that we're going parabolic, but my mind, my intuition is telling me that we're falling down. Uh, So what we're doing today is we're looking to the OGs. (laughs) And when, when, uh, when I have trouble navigating the space, I I feel like the OGs are the ones that step in and really guide, um, the remaining of us uh, and letting us know what's really going on. This is where it's really good to understand who to trust in the space and who not to trust in the space. And I don't mean like trust with like your money or trust, uh, with like your life or anything like that. I mean, like just the advice that they're giving, right? And what type of advice that they're giving. So with all that being said, we're going to talk about that today. Now, the reason I say 2013 is because it's it's come up, right? And it's, it's very weird because there's a lot of little things here and I'll put it in the show notes so you can kind of look here, but it was weird because the Financial Times came out with an article in 2013 saying that there was a buying frenzy that is sending virtual currency on the way to becoming the next big bubble. And this was when Bitcoin went from $0.05 in in 2010, all the way to $136, right? Just like in 2013. And then what's what's interesting is in 2021, you have the Financial Times doing kind of a very similar, very similar (laughs) kind of chart um, saying... Bitcoin is now integrated into the financial system and it shows this very similar chart and showing how, you know, it went from 7,000 to here 34,000 now at the time of this podcast, you know, 40 K. Um, and so just little small things like that, right. Just little small things like that. And then, then what we also have is you have to remember at that time, and this was, I had heard about Bitcoin in 2013. I, I, I honestly, and I only told this story once and I'll, I'll, I promise you I'll, I'll say it again at some other point, but just to kind of give you kind of my background real quick. And, and I had first heard about Bitcoin in 2010 uh, through Leo Laporte on the Twitter network. I used to be a big fan of the Twitter network. I'm still, I'm a big fan. Uh, I actually went over there to go see him. Anyway, <laughs> I went ahead and downloaded the Bitcoin core client, started trying to mine Bitcoin. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I was really into music at that time. Uh, closed my computer and never thought about it again. Right. It was just one of those things just that day. And I think he was reading off a slash slashdot article. This was like around the dig days, anyways. Um, I didn't think about it at all. I had heard about Sick Road, but I really didn't pay attention to it. It wasn't until twenty fifteen, you know, lo and behold, I, I jump into it again uh, by seeing uh, Andreas on on Joe Rogan, and at that point, I was like, okay, cool. I think that's when I really dived into it like hardcore. And then twenty seventeen, start the podcast, all that stuff, right? So, Bitcoin's parabolic rise started from thirteen dollars to thousand one hundred dollars in twenty thirteen. But the interesting thing about twenty thirteen is it had a double top, and a double top is when it hit a a peak um, at around um, I want to say it was like a thousand. Here, let me get the let me get the exact graph here so I can make sure that you're giving you the right data here. And there's going to be a lot of starts and stops on this episode, and I do apologize. Uh, So just bear with me as I pull up the data. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's go back here. Yeah. So 2013, we get pretty much all the way to about mid-March. I want to say right before April. Crash, right? and when i say crash this this was a this was a crash from 3 3 no i'm sorry 290 all the way back down to 36 and this was it this was a primarily like i would say probably like a two day crash and then a jump back up to $95 and then a, a solidified bounce to about 125 and then we kind of carried around around $90 until later that year we went ahead and jumped up to, here, let me make sure I get this right. Where you at? Where you at? I'm trying to look for that right chart. (laughs) Hang on with me. Hang on with me a second, ladies and gentlemen. Doing this live. I don't have Javier helping me. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then we went to Okay, cool. And then we went to $1,000 by that November. So a double top. We went high in the beginning of the year, March, April, dumped, came all the way down to reality. And then for the rest of the year, we're kind of just teeter tottering, never reaching that, that high that we had earlier in the year, right? Never getting back to that 280, 200, 200, 300 ish range, right? And then we kind of just went sideways for a little while. And then it ran in November and we had another top just above thousand dollars. That was 2013. It was, it was amazing, but I wasn't there for it. Right. So the only people that were there for it were the Bitcoin OGs. And these, and these are the people who, who are are the the multimillionaires now the ones who have who are who own most of these bitcoin companies now now for the most part no one's out there telling you this information <laughs> like no one's going to say hey everybody this is a repeat of 2013 hey everybody go look at the 2013 chart it looks very eerily similar to what's going on in 2020 now, the reason I'm starting to think this way are because of the OGs, right? Are because of these Bitcoin OGs that have been around for a long time that have seen this space evolve. And maybe, just maybe, the 2020s doesn't have to repeat what the 2010s did. And I'm starting to think that is more and more a possibility nine years into. Twenty twenty nine years, nine days into twenty twenty one. My my times are all messed up right now. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, uh, because honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I, I've been spilling over this information the past couple of days. I wanted to come out with this information two days ago to y'all with this information, but I I just wasn't hundred percent ready to like give it, give it my all. And you know what it was that took me there? It was this. It was Tor Meester. Now, he's a fellow Austonian. I haven't met him. I've never seen him around here in Austin, which is kind of weird. He's a Bitcoiner. Um, I don't think he attends any of the conferences. But he says this. 2013-2014 Redux? I agree. It's likely a fallacy to think that every Bitcoin cycle ought to be longer than the previous. Instead, maybe the 2014-2017 cycle was an anomaly. Because of the Mount Gox trauma, scaling wars, scaling wars, and regulatory uncertainty, and then he shows a Bitcoin chart and the the four year span and the four year span repeating from 2014 to 2018, and then the 2018 to 2021, and, and then he's showing these two year spans that happened from 2020 mid 2011 to 2013, and then and then it took Bombi Lee to really swing me the other way. So Bobby Lee is, is, of course, brothers with uh, Charlie Lee. And he says, given the huge, fast run up with Bitcoin these days, we might have a double top this year, like in 2013. The first mini peak in 2013 was in April, followed by the real bull market peak in December. And this is where I was like, that's interesting, Bobby. <laughs> why, are you, why, why are you talking about this? And he goes, so the first mini peak takes out some air, allowing prices to fall back down a bit and then subsequently builds up in the summer fall again. Short term correction, as defined by occurring within the same bull market, will be smaller, maybe 40 percent to 60 percent. This is what we were talking about, how we were going to see it, you know, 20 to 30 percent drop. It never happened. And the crazy thing is I could be early on this. All this information could be early, but I'd rather be early. At least you all know what's happening then be late and be right, right? I've always said that. I'd rather be early. I'd rather give you all the information and at least you know about it than like be late and then tell you afterwards, like, oh, we knew about it. We just didn't tell you <laughs> until after it happened. No, <laughs> I'm telling you about it now. So that way, if if I'm wrong, at least you know, like, well, at least he told us about it. And then if I'm right, at least you know about it, right? That's why I'm telling you all this information now that it's looking like 2013. Okay, so... We're, we're gonna we're gonna bring all this together at the end <laughs> Let me just keep going I promise. So Bobby Lee you have to remember <laughs> he's a very important person and, and I, uh, he's a very important person because not only is he uh, is he the uh, CEO of Ballet crypto but he's also the board member of the, of the Bitcoin Foundation and he kn- he knows a thing or two about <laughs> about about uh, exchanges right? That's his past. That's his history. You know, he's well connected. <laughs> he's well connected in the space. So if there's anybody I'm gonna to listen to about what's going on with exchanges, it's gonna be Bobby Lee. You know, you know, some of these other guys who are running exchanges aren't gonna tell us their game plan, but maybe Bobby will, right? He's a good guy. Okay. So he says he says this, he ends with this, he goes, if it's going to be a double peak this this bull market year, which is 2021, if I had to guess, he says the first mini peak could be between 70K to 99K. <laughs> what? 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 And will not get past 100K on the first run up. What? What? What, Poppy? What? Everybody after that just says, what? Like, question mark, What? <laughs> what? Yes, I know I'm scratching my head too. So all of this to me when I when I saw all this I was just like, Car, what are you doing? don't don't start like changing your mind and jumping on the first idea because you don't have a hold on what you think you do and you want to go with the hopium, right That's the first thing I was thinking. The first thing I was thinking don't jump on the hopium train. Stick to the course, but ladies and gentlemen, you know what? Well, you know when it really, you know when it really solidified it for me. What was we hit forty k? So we hit forty k. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I forget. These days are all running together. <laughs> and there's a um, there's a website called aggr.trade. dot trade. I want you to go there when you get a chance. A G G R dot trade. Um. Like A as an Apple, G as in grandma, G as in grandma, R as in Romeo, dot trade, like you trade baseball cards, but just trade. A G G R dot trade. If you go there, it's showing you price action. And I posted it on Twitter. And what was interesting, we got to 40K. I saw the run up to 40K. It was beautiful. <laughs> like it just, it just shot up. Like, like a beautiful green candle just shot up. Hit 40K, then went to like 40, uh, 40,000, like 200, 300, and then boom, it just crashed. And then you just saw sell, 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 sell. And then what? And then I was like, oh my God, what is going on? This is, this is it. This is the dump I was waiting for. It's happening. No, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? You know what I saw right afterwards? Million, 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 just buy ins at a million. Just buy-ins at a million dollars. And you'll see it on here, which is the crazy part. You'll see this price action on here. And and even now, every time there's a dump below like 39K, million, million, million. And I'm just like, where is this coming from? But that's the thing. That's the thing that no one's talking about. It's, It's coming from institutions. It's coming from wealthy individuals. This is where all that money's coming from. They're buying the same way Michael Saylor bought, right? They're, they're not trying to run the price up too high yet, but they're, they're accumulating. They're trying to keep the, the price in control. And what's happening now is now you have retail jumping in. I realized this this week because now I'm getting, my phone is off the hook. Like I literally had to turn it off today because everybody's pinging me, asking me, where's this dump that you said was going to happen in January? <laughs> Cause I was telling everybody it's going to dump in January. You leave me alone. <laughs> like that's what I was telling everybody, it always dumps in January. Leave me alone. That's what I've been telling everybody. Right. <laughs> and I said, if you want to know more, subscribe to the podcast. This is why they should have subscribed. They would have gotten this info. <laughs> now they have to wait. But y'all subscribe so you get this info first. Anyways, what I'm trying, to, what I'm trying to say is I quickly realized at that point, like right now, look, Bitcoin's just running again. At that point, I realized, no, this 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 bear can't be tamed. Like this, this is this is a bull that doesn't want to go back in and install. It, it's not gonna happen like the way it probably should. Right. And let me explain one more thing, because I know the very first thing there's, a, and this is why I love, this is why I love, this is why I love taking a 360 approach to, to, to Bitcoin and crypto. It's because I'm ready for all of your, your questions. It's like, I'm reading your mind. And the very first thing you're going to say is, well, car, it's tether manipulation. This is all tether manipulation. It's tether FUD right? And that's all you hear on crypto, on on crypto YouTube, tether, 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 this, tether, this. And I, and I think there is that to a certain extent, I'm not saying this is, I'm not saying tether or Bitfinex is not liable for any degree, but I will say that that is a possibility, but not to the degree that we're seeing right now, not to this degree. Um, Maybe back when we weren't a $1 trillion market, maybe back then, maybe even 2017, I could see that, right? But not now, not with this type of volume, not with this type of uh, bullish news behind everything, not like this. Um, And then the reason is because of this, Dan Dan Held, um, one of the oldest Bitcoin OGs out there, he talks about Tether, and I'll put this here in the show notes. He actually has his own newsletter, you should definitely sign up, it's free he he more he more talks about uh, about bitcoin and its uh, and its uh, use case um, he works for kraken so you'll be aware of that there's definitely that bias with it so he goes correlation isn't causation just because tether issuance went up while bitcoin went up doesn't mean it caused it usdc another popular stablecoin had the same correlation which makes sense right he also says xrp plummeted per the sec news bitcoin wasn't affected Okay. I get that. He also mentions that, um, you know, there are some people like, uh, Nick Carter, uh, he worked for circle. He was an OTC trader. He traded billions in USD into tether and he dispelled any of these myths. Right. Um, there was also, uh, there was also the, uh, the, the crazy, uh, claim that, uh, the tether issuance issuance was was fud that could be that could tame the price of bitcoin so people were saying that the, the reason that all this tether fuds coming out is because they want to tame the price of bitcoin so that way it will drop and people can buy back in which makes sense right at the end of the day i i i personally don't think we're going to see all this coming from tether um I think if you, I think if you look at just the hard data, and I have somebody here. Is it Richard Shaver? I have to go back and look. I, I'm, I have to go back and look. If I remember, I'll put it in the show notes. But it actually shows the uh, the amount of dollars, USD dollars, that Tether and Bitfinex share, and then it shows that in comparison to the amount that is in ratio to Bitcoin. And there's no way that that ratio is similar to what the price of Bitcoin is pumping right now in action, and or I mean in volume. So there's that too as well. I personally, I'm going to go with Dan. I don't, I don't think there's a, there's a reason to be afraid of what's going on with Tether. Do I think it's going to cause Bitcoin to crash? I think the news of itself will cause Bitcoin to crash, not so much the 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 pulling of Tether or marketing it as security, you know, because it's, it's like it's, it was distributed by Bitfinex. Not so much that. I think the news is going to be more hurtful than anything. But then again, we saw what happened to, um, we used to think that about BitMEX, right? Me personally, I used to think that once BitMEX, BitMEX got caught, that that would be, you know, big, big, big doom because BitMEX had the biggest order book and that was going to hurt the price of Bitcoin. It never happened. It didn't hurt the price of Bitcoin. So, We won't know until it happens, but now after seeing what happens to BitMEX and nothing affected the price of Bitcoin, and then after what Dan's saying right now, I I really feel like if it does, then then the whales are using that as a reason to dump the Bitcoin and it's probably gonna happen (laughs) right around the time that Bobby Lee is saying in April when we're supposed to get the end of the first top. (laughs) <laughs> and it really falls in line with the the the, the inevitability of what bitcoin's going to become here in 2021. now i know that's a lot to take in here in the very first part <laughs> of this show but we still have to jump into coin analysis because i want to talk about the price of bitcoin and where it's headed i've told you about why i feel like this is the trajectory that we're headed now I do think that we're headed now in this direction. Now, let me give you timetables. Now let me give you prices. Now let me give you charts. Now let me tell you what I foresee now as the um price targets that we should be seeing here going forward. Now these are gonna be these are gonna look completely different than what we said here in, in Bitcoin in January. And and um I have an important announcement to make about our our 56.7 Bitcoin theory, everything is changing. <laughs> We're changing course, ladies and gentlemen. And that's a good thing. You, you, you don't want to, uh, what's that quote? Where's that quote at? I love this quote. I love this quote. Albert Hubbard, great author. The recipe for perpetual ignorance is being satisfied with your opinions and content with your knowledge. Genius. You always want to look for the angle. You always want to look for something that makes clearer, sounder sense than what is making your mind cloudy, right? And nothing sat right with me, you know, after releasing Bitcoin in January, nothing, nothing, everything felt too cloudy. Even just my mind was like, this is not making sense. This space is not making sense and I don't like it. There has to be more out there let me go out there and learn what what's what am i missing here this is why we're doing this this is why we're cleansing this is why we're not being ignorant this is why we're being open to opinions and we're getting that thirst that thirst of, of bitcoin knowledge out there from these bitcoin ogs and um let's let's see where this goes okay with that let's get into coin analysis starting now Next. I'm not the only Today, I'm going to give you two, two traders here. Um, Let's go, let's go with, let's go with trading shot first, because I feel like trading shot. He's pretty accurate, right? Um, And another reason that I am really looking at this two top theory for 2021 is because trading shot is also seeing this too as well, you know. He's seeing that we have a first top ahead. But what's interesting is he's seeing this first top happening here in January. Uh, he has this happening here uh, this coming week. Now, that would make sense. And that would fall in line with what we were seeing initially that, you know, Bitcoin's going to dump somewhere between January 4th through the 20th, I think, I said initially. That would make sense. Uh, And then that would also get us to a a relatively pretty big high for January and then a fall back down and then a run up come March. Yes, that would make sense. But at the same time, I I don't know if that's something that um, that a lot of these OGs are expecting. It almost seems a lot of these OGs are expecting a continuous run um, and not a 20, 30 percent dump here in January. Um, And that's kind of that's kind of what trading shot is calling for, you know, a 20, 30 percent dump and then a run back up into the second top at the end of December. He sees a two top happening here in in 2021, but he sees it in two different. He sees it in an entirely different time uh, horizon than everybody else. So that's that's chart one. Now, chart 2 is coming from Bitcoin Jack. Now, he's a very he's a very prominent trader here on crypto Twitter, Bitcoin Twitter. He primarily sticks to Bitcoin. Um, he does sometimes I think I think sometimes he meddles with Ethereum every once in a while. But for the most part, I usually look at his charts. They're interesting. I wouldn't call him accurate 100% of the time, but I I would say that he has some very interesting charts where I'm like, that's an interesting call. That's uh, something to pay attention to. And what he's displaying today is something definitely to pay attention to. So what he did is he took the fractals from the 2013 run-up and he he applied them to 2021. And I'll put that here in the show notes. And what you get, ladies and gentlemen, is pretty spectacular. <laughs> quite honestly. So if you, if you, if you look at this, you're going to, you're going to, you better open your newsletter just for this chart. Just if there's nothing else you do today, when you listen to this, just open, scroll down, go to, go to where it says Bitcoin to 75 K by April. It says Bitcoin charts by Bitcoin Jack via Twitter. Click on the Twitter thing you can to get more context, but Go down to that third chart right above future predictions. You'll see the little pink fractal that he pasted in there, and lo and behold, it fits—not like a glove, not not to acquit, <laughs> but it fits. Um. Now, now he's seen exact. He's seen it the exact same way that Bobby Lee is describing it. Now, mind you. He pasted this fractal directly from the 2013 onto the 2021 uh, USD chart. Now, mind you, don't pay attention so much to where the candlestick goes to. Like, no way it's going to 200000 by by March. Don't pay attention to that. No, don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to where the top is blowing off of, right? So... Pay attention to where the top is blowing off of, and and pay attention to where the channel is. Okay, now if you understand where the channel is, the channel is anywhere between, uh, like right now, for example, the channel is anywhere between sixty-one thousand to twenty-two thousand. Right, this is the channel where we could either fall back down to twenty-two, or we can go as high as sixty-one. Right. Now, if you look at to where the first top blew off, he has it to where it's going to fall here in mid-February. It's pretty accurate. That sounds about right. That kind of sounds about what Bobby Lee is saying. Bobby was saying like about March, mid-April, mid-March, somewhere around there. So even, even Jack is calling for February, somewhere around there. And then his his channel is around eighty one thousand. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> if we were gonna be conservative, we'd say seventy five k. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's a good possibility that if we get a double top this year, Bitcoin could run up to seventy five k here in the next couple months. Just yeah just like that yeah just like that yeah i know this is why this is why i'm scratching my head and it hurts because how the hell did i miss this <laughs> and and i, I realize is because i think everybody missed this i think the only people that saw this were the ogs and i'm trying to remember because there's a lot of talk during when i was on vacation and it's probably, I should have took vacation. I probably would have saw this ahead of time. It doesn't matter. It's too late now, car. But I think there was some chatter in Telegram where somebody was like, there's no way investors are going to be able to slow this down. Come, come Q1, uh, in 2021. That's probably when they're going to start entering in and volumes. I remember somebody saying that in the Telegram and I don't know who it was, but I remember somebody saying something like that in the Telegram. And I remember thinking like, damn, that's a, That's very good insight. (laughs) Lo and behold, that's kind of what's happening here. I'm I'm realizing like, yeah, everybody, everybody was entering in uh, late December as well too, but people were really waiting until the beginning of the year to start entering in a lot of these companies. Uh, And then as you, as you know, we talked about all these companies that are sitting on, you know, billions of dollars in, in fiat on their balance sheets. So, I think Bitcoin Jack has a really interesting chart. Like I said, don't pay attention to where the fractals going because we're not getting to 170 K by February. Pay attention to where the channel is going, channel, channel resistance line is, which is 75 K, which we could totally break. But I think a conservative guesstimate is about 75 K and where it blows off is around February, March. So yeah, that's, that, that's t- totally in the ballpark. Ladies and gentlemen, 30 K from here just seems, yeah, doable. For some reason to me right now we're at 40 K and I'm like, yeah, easy 75 K <laughs> by February. Right. Doesn't it? It just seems right. Um, now, now don't get me wrong. I think we'll, I think we'll see some flash crashes. And that's the crazy thing is every time we're seeing these flash crashes, like like the other day when it went from 40K to like 37K, like for mere seconds, and then million dollar buy-ins came in. I think we might see that again. Maybe maybe it'll go to 40K, and then it'll fall back down to 35k, and then it'll be a flash crash for like maybe two minutes, and it'll jump back up to 37, 38, and then we're back where we were. Everybody's waiting to buy in at, at the at the at the absolute lowest, right? Um and and, and I I think right now 30k bitcoin sounds fantastic (laughs) right like think about it 30k bitcoin sounds fantastic um and and 28 bitcoin sounds even better 25 back 25 bitcoin 25k bitcoin sounds amazing um this is where i'm saying like gosh it's crazy now now let me give you a a couple more things here just because i want to make sure that i i get you all the information that i have um and that what I'm, I'm kind of going off of. So one one last thing was a bit very interesting was, and this is coming from um, this. I think this is the one from Richard. Yeah. This is the one from Richard Schaefer. He goes, so this is coming. This is because this whole, this whole 2013 theory is, is derived from two blow off tops, right? This This 2013 kind of theory only works if we have two blow off tops, meaning we see one rise early in the year, a dump sideways, another rise late into the year into 2022 or at the beginning of 2022, and then bear market, you know, two years, whatever. Then rinse, repeat, same thing, right? That's how that, this is how that works. So this is where Richard Schaefer came in. He goes, the first blow off the top in 2013 market needed 79 days after reaching a new all-time high. 79 days it needed in 2013, right? He goes, after 38 days, it was up 111%. Nearly 1500% after 79 days. So it's crazy. So... Let me say that again. After the first blow off the top in 2013, Bitcoin bull market needed 79 days total after reaching a new all time high. Right. That was a total span of that blow off the top in 2013, the first one. And and after 38 days, it was up 111%. And then it was up nearly 1500, 1500% after 79 days, after the entire time. Now, in 2021, Bitcoin was able to gain 105% after 38 days. Very similar (laughs) to to 2013. Don't you think? Don't you think? And we still have many percent to go. Don't you think? That's crazy, right? I I thought so too. Now, guess, guess where... Guess where that guess where that uh, 79th day ends. About mid-February going into March. Yeah, right around what Bobby Lee said, right around where Bitcoin Jack is talking about, right around where people myself included are thinking now 75k. And then blow off top. Yeah, this is where this is kind of what the the theory is now and this is where you know This is where this whole episode is kind of coming to where are we in a repeat of 2013? This is on the table now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this is why you pay for a subscription is to have the absolute latest info on Bitcoin and where it's going. As soon as I get it now, mind you, I found this out a few days ago and was really trying to get my shit together as I contemplated it. I really was trying to get my facts together as I delved into it more and was really trying to get everything in order. And oh, I forgot to mention. So somebody has taken it upon themselves to reintroduce the 56 point. I don't know if it was one of y'all, thank you, whoever it was, but somebody reintroduced the 57 point, 57% Bitcoin theory to slash Bitcoin on Reddit. And uh, now people are more open to it. Surprise, surprise. Uh, last year before COVID, when I introduced it, I got slaughtered. People were like, no, you're wrong. It's it, You're shilling. It's, it's too much. It's too much. Now people are like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's conservative. He's very conservative. <laughs> His bets are very conservative. But yeah, he's totally right. It's funny how a <laughs> bull market changes people's opinions. Very funny. Yeah, I, I saw it on, on slash Bitcoin today, and I was just like, wow, <laughs> somebody reintroducing it and then you know adds a graph to it. And and lo and behold, now we look like geniuses. But last year before COVID, when we released it, without very much information, we didn't know any of this stuff was gonna happen, right? And and yeah, this is where I'm saying, like, I'd rather be early right and and have the information for y'all ahead of time, then be late and be right you know that doesn't do anybody any good, right so right now this releasing this episode for y'all is getting it early to y'all and just making sure that you're aware of it, quite frankly. I hope I'm right I, I want to see 75k <laughs> by March, right I hope I'm right yeah. Let's see, let's see together, right? Let's see it together, uh, worst case scenario. Um, you know, I think, I think that 57 Bitcoin theory, 57% Bitcoin theory is a good conservative base, right? 34 K, uh, good, good baseline conservative bet for February. I would say makes sense. Okay. With that, let's get into, that's right. This episode's keep going. It's going to keep going. This episode's going to keep going. We got one more segment, future predictions. Token Analysis. These are future predictions. All right, so it's time for future predictions. This is where I I tell you my kind of theory on what I think is going to happen. I am pretty, like, 75%... yeah, I'm about 75% there on, on what what I think this is gonna this is gonna occur now. I think before I was really looking at what we released in Bitcoin in January and was very stuck to my guns on that and was like, you know what? No, let's let's go with the data. 20, 30 percent drop in January makes sense by the 20th, and then you know, we'll we'll fall, then we'll we'll slowly climb back up in March. Uh And I I was, I was so sold on that idea, but the more and more I started looking at everything else, the more and more I started paying attention to, Hey, maybe this is different. Maybe 2021 is not like every other month. Maybe what we do this year is going to be completely different. Right. I, I feel like this is that, I feel like this is that happening. And, um, I'm totally aware that, I could be jumping the gun on this. Totally aware of that. But I feel like I'd rather have this information out there for y'all and get it wrong than not have it out there for y'all and be late and get it right. It it, it doesn't make any sense by not telling y'all, you know, that this is out there. So what I did personally, and this is, I remember I had told y'all that I had liquidity sitting on the sidelines. Once I started doing all this, I realized, okay, well, if it's going to 75K, and There's a good possibility, I'm gonna put half of that in now, and so yeah, I, I bought in at 38. It sucked, <laughs> it sucked, it sucked, because I was sitting there, and this is this is where you kind of you get to you get to hear my little wine session here. I was sitting there at 21, 22, <laughs> 23, 24. Oh, so you go up Bitcoin, awesome. 25, 26, going all the way at 28. Oh, yes. 30K, yes. 33. Oh, yes. 40K. Oh, my God. This is awesome. Okay, now now we're going to crash back down. Nope. Why is it crashing back down, car? Nope. Huh. That's weird. It should be crashing back down now. Nope. And then that's when I realized I missed something. (laughs) I missed something. And... I missed something. And then that's when I realized, yeah, this is, this is not what I thought it was. This is a different beast. And it it takes a lot to admit your mistakes, but I think being in a bull run, you don't have time to, um, to, uh, sit there and be like, Oh, Oh, what was me? No, (laughs) get a new plan in place. Get, make sure that you're you 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 have uh, 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 a plan that you can work with. Still, I feel like if we get in now, forty k, seventy five k, still looking great for profits. Fall back down, buy back in, second pull off the top, wherever that's going to be. Some people think it's going to be in the 200k range. If we look at the, if we look at the, if we look at the uh, the uh, the 56, 57% Bitcoin theory, one day I remember what number that is. If we look at the theory, we have it at what 133k, I think it is. I have to go back and look. What I'm trying to say is, there's an opportunity there for 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 myself to really see some gains, right? And so, that's why that's why I went in at thirty eight. I was like, you know, it's at the end of the day, are, are you are you dollar cost averaging in? Yes, I am. At the end of the day, are you buying Bitcoin on a monthly basis? Yes, I am. Right. At the end of the day, do you see yourself always holding on Bitcoin? Yes, I do. At the end of the day, um, is is Bitcoin something that you value more than? fiat money sitting in the bank yes i do so for me the decision was was right in front of me just buying at 38 and quit quit sopping about it because you didn't get it at you know 28 or 24 or wherever you wanted to get it at and car if it gets to 24 (laughs) buy in at 24 you have the other half there so that's kind of my decision what i'm going to do i put in half I'm waiting now. And then if it falls back down, let's say I'm, let's say all of this 2013 talk is, you know, shooting off the hip a little too early and we dump just like we had planned here by the 20th and 30, 40% drop. Well, guess what? I get a buy back in at that time. Right. As well too, with the other half break, even somewhat, right. It's fine. And that's kind of my plan. That's my plan here in Future Predictions. That's my plan that I'm kind of following going forward. This is going to be an exciting fucking year. And I don't mean to cuss because I hardly ever, but it's going to be an exciting year. It really is. Like the fact that we're sitting here having this conversation about where Bitcoin's price is going to go. And (laughs) I'm stressing out about it. (laughs) It's it's an awesome situation to be in. (laughs) Count your blessings, man. Right. Um, My wife was like looking at me today. Uh, She crafts uh, on on her spare time. And sometimes she'll be in the room in my study while I'm working. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was just like, oh, getting ready for the episode why do you have so many windows open? I'm like, cause I'm contemplating all these things. <laughs> She's like, what are you contemplating? Bitcoin's up. And I was like, that's what I'm contemplating. <laughs> uh, cause when Bitcoin's up, you work twice as hard. Uh, yeah. I could sit back and, and rely on all these profits. But at the end of the day, uh, I really have fun speculating and I really have fun, um, you know, getting, getting all the information available to y'all. At uh, any given point uh, and, and I don't feel satisfied Giving out bad information And this week especially Come Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday I felt really bad because I felt like the information I had put out was Not up to par And I, I, I felt it and With every bone in my every, every fiber in my bone I was like this is not good What are you doing? Get out there Release something better And this is what That is today hopefully Hopefully it's all, it's all thick and chunky today. All thick and chunky informational stuff. I hope it's not too boring. I hope it's not too rambly and I hope you had a good time listening. Okay. up, ladies and gentlemen, I'm fired up for what's to come with Bitcoin this year. Uh, quite frankly, I, I just I, I am just amazed at my block folio every single day when I open it up. Um, and yes, uh, I know I, I've been getting tweets. Yes, we are going to do an alt special. And yes, that's going to come up. I just I just hate releasing an alt special because I would hate to think you would Go and invest in alts right now when there's an opportunity of a lifetime <laughs> sitting right in front of you with Bitcoin. But I know some of you are out there waiting for this alt special. So, And so what I will release this weekend is a thriller insider on my picks on alts for 2021 that I like. And um, I really don't like doing this, but I'm doing it for y'all because you want those. And I just remember, at the beginning of the episode, you're going to hear a long rant from me telling you not to do that and buy Bitcoin instead. So just remember that. Okay. You guys have a great day. Have a great weekend. See you soon.